The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. You're eight podcast fans. It's Adam from Adam at Breakfast with another instalment of your download of the very best bits from Adam at Breakfast this week. Uh, the theme is romance. Oh, yes. I'm back on the horse, ladies and gentlemen. Been out on a date. You can hear all about it. Uh, within the next 20, 25 minutes of this particular podcast. I've also got a very important question uh, for ladies that are unsatisfied in their lives. Yes, I bet. And I had a bit of a weird meeting with a celebrity this week. It's all on here. However, I'm going to start with something that I missed out from last week. Take a listen. Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. With the excitement, obviously, of Lionel Richie Day on Friday, I kind of missed out on a few things to tell you from my Thursday evening activities. Oh, yes, you know, uh, my normal things on a Thursday went out the window because I had parents' evening, you see. Now, I've got a, I've got a few things to complain about regarding parents' evening, and it's nothing to do with the teacher or anything like that because he did all right, the young lad. Young Catterall, he did all right. He's, he's passed, he's got his thumbs up, job rates, he got his skittles at end of week for doing well. And uh, I'm happy. Everything's happy. But what I am a little bit perturbed by, and I'm sure that there's loads of other mums and dads who are going through it right now with the old parents' evening thing, is that the way the teachers treat the parents when they come in, right? Now, I don't know if you'll be the same when you when you two become parents or anything like that, but I have a fear of school anyway, right? When I were a young lad, you know what I mean? It was a very daunting place. You go there, there's all these big monsters, teachers, that tell you to do stuff, all right? And they keep you in check, X, Y, and Z. Obviously, you go to Edmaster's... Uh, room every day for a for ruler over your wrist. <laughs> Do you? Well, they did when mm. I went to school, anyway. So all that type of stuff goes on. So it's quite an intimidating place. And yes, all right, I'm 27 years of age, but to step into a primary school these days, yeah, it is still quite daunting a little bit. It is just a little bit. Just, it's just so, there's an air of something around okay, it. Okay, right? all right. So I've got a bit of a complaint. If there's any teachers listening right now, I want to know why you do this, because it, it annoys me, right? Because automatically I'm feeling bad, but then you, you you knock me down to the next level by doing this particular thing. At my lad's school, right, in the school hall, they lay out all tables and chairs, and they put everybody's school books on there for parents to go and have a look at the school books, all right? Now then, I know for a fact primary school goes up to the age of 11, all right? So therefore... Some kids are actually quite big for 11 years of age. I mean, some of them, they eat you out of house and home, right? So therefore, I'd say they're at least five foot, an 11-year-old, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So therefore, an 11-year-old could comfortably sit on an adult's chair, <laughs> right? I want to know why full-grown adults, because I'm 5'11", right? I want to know why a full-grown 5'11 adult goes into this hall and has to sit on a reception class's <laughs> chair to read these books. <laughs> It's like Rodney from Only Fools and Horses driving a mini. Honestly, <laughs> my knees are above my head. I'm sat there. I can't read thing. You know what I mean? And it's not just me. There's other mums and dads there. We're all sat down on these little chairs. It's like a blooming tea party at Alice in Wonderland. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I want to know why teachers are doing this. I reckon it's something to get get your own back or something. There were a guy sat next to me, right? Big bruiser, looked like Phil Mitchell. Skinhead, <laughs> right? Tattoos on his arm. Somebody's dad. He sits down next to me. He says, you are right, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. Would you like a cup of tea? The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. I basically said before seven o'clock that I'm going to prove um, why women are never satisfied on this show. And that's nothing to do with them hanging out with me, all right? It is basically something that I've picked up on from a friend of my sister, all right? She's had two relationships in the last 18 months or so, all right? And I'm going to compare the pair of them 
and I'm going to just throw something your way. Okay. All right, just to see what you personally think of this, Katie Mack, all right? Now, Rossi's just joined us in the studio. You're going to love this, Rossi. This is cool. ridiculous. Basically, right, would you... It's kind of a would you rather. Would you rather live with somebody who is tidy, yeah, or would you rather live with somebody who is always romantic? Now, wait, 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 wait. I'll tell you what's happened, right? Uh, my sister's friend, basically, was going out with a particular chap who was well untidy. Always leave his clothes all over at Gaff. But every now and again, he'd do something romantic, like maybe take her out for a bit of a meal and buy her some flowers and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that's him. She didn't like that because he was untidy. So he went, right? Then, next one comes in. <laughs> He's like a conveyor belt in her house. Next one comes in. Mm. This one's not romantic. He don't take her out for r- random meals. Only on occasions. He takes her out for birthday and, and Christmas and all that. Don't take her out on all random times and doesn't always buy her the flowers and stuff like that. But he's ultra tidy. He cleans bathroom and he keeps everything tidy like, you know what I mean? Which one would you rather have, Katie, Mike? Romantic. You'd rather have the romantic? The yeah. untidy romantic yeah. man? Without end a of, doubt. End of chat. Yeah, well, yeah, because if he were remo- romantic and it were a bit messy, he might think, I'll do something romantic and tidy up. I'd rather have romance any day over OCD tidiness. See, women are never happy. See, she's not happy now, you see, because this guy doesn't do any romantic stuff, but he's dead tidy compared to the other boyfriend that she used to have who used to be well untidy but used to do the romantic stuff. I think it's a bit weird anyway when men are overly tidy. Really? Yeah. You won't get on with me then, kid. It's all CD at Castro. Well, I find right? it a bit I mean? weird, to be on. honest. Apart from the bathroom, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> never clean. Of course. Rossi, what type of man would you say you are, mate? Um, I, reckon, I reckon Ross is a bit of a romancer. I reckon he's got it going down. I reckon six. Say basically, a bit... I'm a scruff then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. The... <laughs> I think. I think we're there. We've got it. Yeah. I am a romancer, but a tramp. <laughs> I think women, all women, would rather have a bit of romance in their life than really. Tidings. Can you tell? Yeah, can you tell Mrs. Ross then, please? Stop nagging me for the dishes and everything. <laughs> are you listening? Well, yeah, I just find it a bit weird when men are, like, overly tidy. Like, Get out! No, I do. I, honestly, I find it weird because... No, wrong with that. No, wrong with a bit of over-tidiness. No, I no. prefer to be tidy at home so you're not living in a pigsty and then all these bloody shenanigans getting bloody flowers every two minutes. What's no, all that about? Come nice. on! Actually, dishes, woman. What's up with you? <laughs> I think a relationship's more likely to last if the other half is romantic and does things and thinks of the lady and buys them flowers and chocolates and takes them out. Well, where I, saying, come from, where, I come from, where I come from, right, Doing dishes and cleaning house is romantic. You know what I mean? That's quite a romantic thing to be doing. You know this what I mean? This is why you're single, Adam. I've been married 17 years. Right. I would much rather have a tidy husband. See what I mean? Are you See, listening now? Are you listening? Yeah. I'm not married though or anything. I'm so maybe it all changes once you get wed. She's living in Cinderella world. That's where she's <laughs> yeah. living. I, I do believe that a bit of romance is somebody washing up or just doofing up or something really? like that for me, and I, that's it. I would just. I tell you something, right? Yeah. If you if you and your husband never go separate ways, this is my number, right? Or what? <laughs> I think me and you are the perfect match. Bit of marigolds, that's romance for me. That love, job done. Uh, hey, well you can come round anytime. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not coming to clean up. <laughs> Have a good day, my darling. Right, thank you very much. Bye bye now. All right, bye. See, there you go, Katie. You need to know these things. I tell you, this is where it's at. Good morning, Rock FM. How are you doing? Oh, how did I know that you'd be here today? Come on, big Ollie. Hey. I'm not romantic, but I always make sure that wife. Well, when wife wanted a dishwasher, I got her a dishwasher. <laughs> Ollie. Hey, there's always a tin of pledge in our house. <laughs> a tin of pledge. Hey, I'm getting a decent vacuum cleaner. Oh Good lad. God. That, that's what he gets her for the birthday, don't for Christmas. Ollie. <laughs> Christmas. Ollie, how long have you been married? Uh, oh, we've not been married that long, but we've been together like over 20 years. See what I mean? Romance. There you go, son. Get her a Dyson. Have a good one to that, pal. See you, Good morning, Rock FM. 
Good morning, Adam. Good morning, our kid. What have you got for me? I think you're both right. Because women want everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Yeah, let's see what no. I mean, eh? you, you They really want everything. They want meals, flowers, party house, everything. <laughs> right. Well, that's all right, isn't it? Are you yeah. a man that supplies everything? No, I'm divorced. <laughs> Good luck. I think that's went wrong. I, I think that's well. At least you've At least you know what crack is now, don't you? Good man. Have a good day, mate. See you later. Bye. Ta-da, ta-da. <laughs> the Adam Breakfast Podcast. <laughs> Yesterday I was in uh, Londres, which is uh, foreign for London, and uh, <laughs> I was doing some uh, of that voiceover nonsense that I get up to, right? For uh, for Sky Telebox, right? Introducing gladiators and bar and all that. And uh, I'm in the reception area of this massive recording studios, awaiting to go into my little recording studio to go and do all my stuff. And uh, I'm sat in reception, and it was quite busy. There was a few other people knocking about in the reception. Now, the way that this works when I do these voiceover things is that I get given a script, right? And some points of it, I like to proofread it all, and I like to try and memorise some of it so it sounds a little bit more natural when I read it, all right? Like most things with script reading. So I'm having a read and reception, actually doing some work uh, and kind of getting familiar with uh, what I was up to, right? Now, over in the corner of this particular reception area was a group of people who had a guitar and were having a mini jam session, all right? That's what they were doing. Now, obviously, that is quite off-putting. If uh, somebody's playing music and singing and uh, chatting amongst friends and laughing and joking, it's quite off-putting for a person that's very serious about his work and wants to uh, obviously get the job done uh, at a reasonable rate and time. So obviously, I just went over to the group of hoodlums that were uh, that were making music, and I said to them, "Any chance of piping down? I'm just uh, doing a bit of revision. I'm gone in ten minutes. I'm just doing a bit of revision on this thing here. Is there any chance that you could just pipe down, keep it quiet? I'll be gone in ten minutes. You can crack on as much as you want after that." And uh, they turned around and like looked at me a little bit strange. But then a couple of the girls that were in the group said, uh, "Yeah, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, no, no problem." Because obviously it was a communal reception area. I want peace and quiet in my reception right. area. I'm just thinking, did you say it like that, or was it just oh, an Adam? Oh, pipe down. Pipe down. You no, it, no, honestly, I, I was you in London. Polite. I was out of the north really? there. Yes, I was very polite to, well the, to the southern people. I said, "Oi." <laughs> <laughs> Any chance, pipe it down, I'm gone in ten minutes. So anyway, they did, they piped down, right? Now, I carried on revising, doing a bit of thing. Now, there was a bit of muttering going on, but I, I expected that from these people over there, muttering, calling me all the names under the sun and what have you. Who's he think he is? I said, well, I'm just revising, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I goes down to the studio to go and do my sky, right? Gets in there, and there's a call that comes through to the sky room, basically saying, uh, is Adam there? Yeah. Put him through. Puts me on the phone and said... Have you just told somebody to be quiet in reception? I went, well, I was reading my scripts. I was getting used to my scripts. He said, do you know who that was? I'm going to give you one guess each of who that was, right? In fact, you can do yes, no if you want. Yes, no. You can ask me male, female, da 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 and I'll tell you it was. Was it a man? Yes, it was a man. Was it the guitarist is the celebrity, or is it a singer? Um, he is a singer. Is he a good singer? He's a very good singer. English? He's not English. So was it Lionel, was it? He's American. No, I recognise Lionel. <laughs> crying out loud, woman. Uh, he's American, did you say? He's American of the same skin colour as Lionel. Uh, Do you want to give you a clue? Just all right, all right then. I'll just, I'll just play the song. Seriously. How bizarre. I haven't got it. I haven't got it. How bizarre. It's Ghostbusters. <gasps> Too easy, it's... 
rare Parker Jr. What was he doing in the this same is, building? Well, well check this out. This is the most bizarre thing in the entire world. He's currently doing the 118 advert, isn't it? <laughs> Which I forgot about, right? And he was recording it in them studios. Whoa. I told Ray Parker Jr. to pipe down yesterday because he was disturbing my revision. <laughs> The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Uh, for those that are totally unaware, I'm having a bit of a barren spell. My mum's taking it upon herself uh, to see if she can sort me out with some last that she plays netball way, which is ridiculous. Don't worry, she's not my mum's age because that'd be well sick. Uh, she's, a, <laughs> she's a young lass that I used to go to school way, right? Any road. Turns out I was supposed to go on this date Saturday, but I was away. Obviously, Oliver, Oliver, and all that type of stuff with my parents this weekend. So last night. Uh, went to have a bit of something to eat. All right. What are you looking right. like that for, Rosie? Oh, and? Um, I've got a question, right? For ev- Well, yeah, I'll come to you first, Rosie, because you've obviously, you're a, you're a romancing type of chap. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> At the end of the meal, you've had a meal, everything's fine. I've cracked a few jokes. Everybody's ticket your oh, booth. They're thinking it's... Poor lass. Really no, funny jokes. No. Yeah, that was hilarious. Anyway, the... Uh, at the end of it, obviously it comes to pay time, doesn't it? You know? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yes. So I obviously said, don't worry about this, I've got this. All right. And she goes, what? no, I insist. I insist that we go Dutch. Right? Right. What's the next thing that should happen there? I'd I'd then again say, no, honestly, it's fine. But yeah. I'm assuming you went, all right then, passes your money. Um, don't spoil the surprise. I'm assuming that's what you did. But I think probably in, I'd say, no, go honestly, let me. And then if she insisted again... yeah. I might back down then. Right. Um, Katie, Mike, you're a young lady. Uh, probably uh, being on a first year of dates, looking at you. Just Thanks. saying that you're a bonny girl. That's all I was saying. Um, in that situation, a man offers to pay. What would you What would you do? I mean, do you, on the first date, do you, does he pay? What happens? Yeah, I would. If it was me, I would always offer to uh, to pay instead. Yeah. But I would expect him to say no, 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 no. Yeah. And yeah. then if I said no, honestly, it's fine. I would still expect him to say, "Listen, I'll get this. You get you get some drinks. We'll go for twice. a drink now." And you. Yeah. You said he should always he should always pay. Well, then after the second time, don't insist again. Well, there you, know, you go. Yeah, but that's just me. That's what I do. Right. But I would expect him to pay, and then like wherever yeah. we went next, I get a drink. So if if. If at the first shout of a split... Oh, Adam, don't tell me. ...that, that I may have accepted the Dutch option first time without any argument or anything like that, would there be a possibility of a second date? No. Maybe? No. Right. Th- oh. I, this is where I don't get you, right? This is the first time you've been on a date in months, right? Oh, I love you. You should be doing everything you can to angle for that second date. Yeah. You do not, after the first attempt, say, yeah, all right, then you get it. Or whatever, not, you pay uh, your way. Adam, right, the second date to you is everything. You no. do whatever it takes. Okay. Um, oh, I'm, just no I'm just going to throw it out. Listen, I'm going to throw it out there to 01772 I just want to know the general <laughs> consensus of this. If there was an option for a split, right? <laughs> now, obviously, you go there with the intentions of doing nice things and, and maybe getting the bill. Yeah, but you've got to bear in mind there's a recession on, right? So therefore, if there's an option recession? for that... Recession? There's a split there. It's tight. That's what you are. They chucked it out there to me and, you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> uh, my mum set me up on a date, right, a weekend. Couldn't go, so I went last night instead, right? And uh, everything went well. Everything was tickety-boo, so I thought. Until the end of the meal, when they bring that bill. And I said, don't worry about this. I've got this. Everything's fine. Thank you very much for the company. It was great. And uh, she then said to me, I'd like to go Dutch. I'd like to pay my way. Now, that's where I get stuck. 
right? Because do I start a full-blown argument and it's like, oh, no, I insist. Or do I say, yeah, right, which way should I have gone? All right, I'll tell you where I went in a minute, yeah? What's it looking like on the text? What are the people saying? Right, Lindsay reckons, uh, Lindsay's with me, actually. If you took the offer of Arvin it, I'd be gutted and think you're well cheap. Uh, no, Scott, Lindsay, no, no. Scott no. in Bolton's been in touch. He says, let her pay off, because once you're with them, they pay for nothing to get what you can. Are you listening? That's a cracker, that. Well but done. Donna's been in touch, and she said, just before Christmas, I was seeing a guy who asked, did I fancy a takeaway and a drink one night? I said, yeah, all right, Classy, then. classy. He turned up, no drink and a fiver. She had to supply the drinks and buy her own takeaway. Let's just say he got binned. So I don't think there's a second date for you, love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's go to the phones. More sensible people up phones. I'm sure they'll agree with me. Morning, Cocker. Oh, Adam, you really are losing it, you know. What do you mean I'm losing it? <laughs> well, you know, did you ask this lady out on a date? No, my mum did. <laughs> my mum asked her out on the date, so we went out. I obviously obliged because she's quite a bonny girl. And did your mum say, my darling son Adam will take you out? Yeah, something like that. Right, she, yeah. now, yeah. So you pay. If she'd have come up to you and said, hey, Adam, fans going out for tea like, she would have paid. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What, what type of girls do you think I'm knocking about me? <laughs> <laughs> well, the way you're going at the moment, just about anything. Adam. Exactly. He doesn't have a clue, does he? All right, all right, no, all right, all right. No. okay, okay. Well, I may, I may have made now. a mistake last night, but for next time, what, what should, can you give me some rules and etiquette? Come on, what should I be doing? On the next day, you turn around and say, look, I'm really sorry I made you pay twice last time. Let's go to a nice, expensive restaurant and I'll treat you, darling. He's never going to get a second date, is he, at this rate? No, he, just, he, not, he honestly no. doesn't have a clue how to woo the ladies. No, she's going to be there today. Everyone's going to say, oh, how did your date go? He made me pay. Oh, sorry, can't swear. <laughs> he made me pay. I'm not going on that one again. No. Oh, Adam, darling. Yeah, but my jokes were good. I had some good jokes. Oh, poor girl. Poor girl. <laughs> Listen, have a good day. See you later now. Bye-bye. Morning, Rock FM. Now then, what's all this about you deciding to pay and not to pay, young man? Listen, Bernard, right? Listen, I'm I'm out of practice, man. I'm out of practice, aren't I? Listen, just listen to me. Go on, Grandad. Right, you're checking her out, right? All you should make sure that you go, there's no, should be no arguing whatsoever about paying. You should say, look, love, I insist, I am paying. Credit crunch, Bernard. No, forget the credit. <laughs> Do you want to go out with her again? Well, yeah, or, she, yeah. Or, or is she not your type? No, she would have good in me. She, I, let's just say I was punching above my weight, you know what I mean? Well, you should insist to pay because I'm going to tell you the reason why. Go on. Pay on the first couple of days. Yeah. Then it gets serious. Right. Then the little ring goes on. What? what? After two days? Listen, no. Right. right. Mm. And then the wedding ring goes on, and then you're paying for the rest of your bloody life, aren't you? <laughs> so you might as well get bloody used to it. <laughs> hey. And then the bambinos come along, and then we <laughs> all the cool I went around. out for a meal with a woman, and that's all I'm doing, all right? Well, hey. She might spark your drink, you know, <laughs> bit of Viagra or something like that, you know, Adam, you don't know, do you? Good-looking lad, plenty of money like you've got, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you said... star. Get out, man! You're talking hey. to wrong geezer. I've got a moonlight as a fox at weekends and pay for the meat. Oh, you're unreal. Have a good day, you. Love you, baby. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> the best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. Yesterday, I was twittered from a lovely young lady, uh, Little Bunny 22. Uh, her real name's Good Jeanette. Name. Yeah, her real name's Jeanette. Anyway, Jeanette uh, buzzed me yesterday. She said, Adam, love the show. I think it's great. However, can you use your theme tune a little bit more often, please? 
Uh, it kind of threw me a little bit because I had no idea what Little Bunny 22 was talking about, all right? So after the conversation back and forth, it it comes out, right, that she, she genuinely thinks that I think that this thing that I'm going to play for you now is my theme tune. You may have heard it when we interviewed the Saturdays. Ah, the penny's dropping. Yes, the penny's dropping. And it may have happened on a few occasions whenever I talk about a bit, you know, bedroom Olympics and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, this particular lady, Jeanette, who listens to the show in the morning, thinks that this is my theme tune and that I should have it on whenever I'm talking. That's right. You know what I mean? I think, I think it'll freak a lot of people yeah, out of the Coco Pops. actually physically sick, I think. It kind of got me thinking, though, right? Because I've no doubt that there are people all over the Northwest that have their own theme tunes that would be absolutely awesome if they did come on every time they walked into a room. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine every time they You're not walked... meaning to, like, the extent of Howell and Jamie who actually have wrote their own theme tune. You just mean a song that would sum you up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I was say, because there's not many people will have gone to that extent. Well, can no. you imagine it? In the morning, like, if you come in in the morning, you open that front door of that office, all the people in the office are waiting <laughs> for you, and then all of a sudden... How you doing, everybody? That You're does right? happen here. Are you doing Gene on account? You all right, love? Yeah, all right. It only happens here because I put the CD on before I come into the room, right? You know what I mean? Uh, so I have taken the liberty of uh, sorting out your theme tunes. All right? Because oh. obviously I've got one with a bit of Barry White there. I'll start with you, Mackie. Okay. Right? Very simple. I'm not putting any bells and whistles on this. I'm just telling it straight as it is mm -hmm. because I think you've got the perfect record to obviously walk into the room. Yeah. Imagine you've gone to shops. You're coming back to work. You're yeah. coming back to work. Yeah. <laughs> It's the return of Katie oh, Mack. It's the that took you hours to oh, make did. that one, it didn't it? I bet you sat there scribbling don't, away. Look at him. He's, don't feel jealous. I've got some for you in a minute, right? Uh, do, do you like that? Yeah, I love it. If you walked into the room there, maybe if you were a boxer, that could be your entrance music. This the would return be of the return Katie Mack. There you go, you see. There awesome. you go. That's for you. Right? Thank you, Lord. No, hey, no problem That's whatsoever. Nice. Thank you. Now, obviously, Rossi, well, here we go. you're not from these parts. What no. bigoted nonsense have you got for me, Not Adam? at all, nope. Rossi. Not at all. I'm taking the liberty of downloading this next record because obviously it's that obscure. We never even had it here at 97.4 Ogden, which is ridiculous. Um, just imagine Rossi's coming into the building. He's walking into the building, right? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, uh, with it, with his current fashion status, this would be wicked. <laughs> Giving it one through the office, a little bit of crocodile shoes, Rossin. I've never worn crocodile shoes. You've just gone with that because Jimmy Nail is from Newcastle. That's it. Okay. All right, all right. If you're not, I've, I've got no, some I'm backups. Happy with that one. I've got some backups for you. Right. This is a classic because of obviously the way you are. <laughs> I think this will be a classic I don't for think you. I need to comment on that. I think this will be really good as you walked in with your leather chaps on and your policeman's helmet and your aviator glasses. <laughs> Check the webcam out. He's wearing them now. I think this would be really good for you. Do you not like that one? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's good. Is that is that one all right? Bit too camp though. A bit too camp. Yeah. All right then. All right then. I'll, I'll I'll just go with your weekend attire then when you wear them leather waistcoats. We'll just put a bit of a deeply dippy on for you. All right, mate. I reckon this would be wicked if you came into the office like this every morning. Can I just point out I'm the only one in this room in a stable relationship oh, with a girl as well. So you're not happy with that? You, all right then. All right then. All right. Then. Have you got right. another Adam? I've got many. Got anything else? I've got lots here for Rossi. This is a classic for you. For when you come in to work with that feather boa that you have. This is brilliant for you, this. It can throw a few shapes as well, can I, Rossi? I reckon it'd be really, really good if you changed it at lunchtime. So nice. when you've been out for your lunch and you okay. come back, use this one. My boy, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you made my nose. Everybody, 
This is bullying no, in the workplace. Everybody's got a theme tune. If you've got any suggestions for Rossi, why me? Six three one or three. Put the word rocket starting message. Or indeed, I've no doubt that everybody's had the uh, the chat that they've got their own theme tune. Come on, share them with us. We'll do it for you. Now, you ring us up, right? And as you enter the phone call, we'll hit you with your theme tune. I reckon that'll be all right, winner. Adam. Hiya, mate. You all right? Good morning. It's Maverick and Goose. Well. Oh, boys. Do you know, lads, end of the day, I think it's only fair, isn't it, at the end of the day? There's it's no, not good. There's no point in messing about with the type of record that you lads would want, right? I mean, there's several, obviously. Um, for example, right, we could go traditional if you want. Do you want to go traditional? Go on, let's have a listen to that one. Go on, then. I, w- I personally will go traditional first of all with you, lads. Maybe you can have several throughout the course of the day. If you go traditional like this... Uh... <laughs> you know, I think that'd be a scream of you, lads, as you walked into the room at office or whatever you were in, you know? Yeah. Are, are we all right with that one? Well, we thought more our way to the danger zone. Well, it's, it, it is a classic. However, however, we could however. do danger zone. We could do j- danger zone. That Come. might be a bit too obvious, though, might it? Um, what about, uh, if you bear with me one second. Anyway, we've a ball to pick with you, Tim. Go on. What's this about last Thursday when you were calling us a couple? You are? Despite your challenge now with reputation, calling us a couple. Are you not? Well, we're marching to the same confidence as each other, but we're not switching each other's knobs and leaving. <laughs> Listen, right, I'll tell you what then, I'll tell you what then, right, I, I, I agree you're not a couple, however, it would be wonderful. Have you got me on speakerphone there? Yeah. Whack, yeah. whack us on and have a bit of a sing. Oh, God. Oh, man. Very nice. Go on, boys, go on, son. Oh, Come on. It. Give it to me, Maverick and Goose. Come on. There's no Louder! Come on, we want to win it! Power grabs! Power grabbing up! Come on, lads! Everybody! Absolutely, Bobby Dazzler, fellas. There you go. <laughs> Theme tune done. Have a great day. Bye bye. All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award winning Adam at Breakfast.